Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the show featuring the men QAnon warned you about and the liberals that Kellyanne Conway would not consider marrying. It's the Luke and Pete show. I'm the Pete uh, Donaldson, part of that contingent. Uh, I'm joined by Mr. Luke Mill. You all right, Luke? You all right, mate? Get out of the way. Get out of the way. Yeah, I'm good. Oh, yeah, I don't like the way you sort of said that. You said that like the man... Do you remember that man on the motorway that I'm obsessed with who uh, said, put your hands on the car and get ready to die? <laughs> yeah. Prepare yeah. to die. He yeah. was uh, one of the Attenborough's uh, kind of... Producers or directors or something. He yeah, was really yeah. posh, wasn't he? He was really posh and he yeah. was like, he was doing a citizen's, a mad citizen's arrest. Old-fashioned TV like, guy. <laughs> it was just nothing like Dad's going wild. I, yeah. It should be just a DVD of Dad's going wild. I, I think we should go back to that kind of like halcyon, kind of late 90s, early 90s days of, of, of DVDs of uh, promiscuous young women take their tops off and uh, bum fights and Dad's gone wild. <laughs> That's what I'd like to see. Do you want to stick with that or you can distance yourself with that? I'll give you a minute. I don't know. I t- I've kind of regressed back to my 16-year-old self um, <laughs> by watching Jackass the movie over the weekend. Oh, did you? That was big for me and my friends, that movie. Oh, mate. It was... You forget the the, the simple joy of watching um, five or six drug-addled young men um, still, you know, having a joyful time in their lives uh, in a big shopping trolley uh, going down down a hill. There's, there's nothing Hurting more joyful, themselves. quite frankly. Hurting themselves consistently. Did you see that? Um, you know, you know, like um, I think I'm right in saying this, and this is this is a while ago now. But Jackass used to be on MTV, right? Mm. And they used to put a disclaimer at the front saying, please do not send your VHS tapes in of you reenacting these stunts. <laughs> they are being performed by professionals. Spoiler alert, listeners, they weren't. And no. we, we will not watch these VHS tapes and you will not get your own show um, off the back One of, of sending your tape in to us. And so everyone's like, okay, fine, fair enough. Fast forward a couple of years, they commissioned another show with some Welsh people doing exactly the same thing who had sent the VHS tape into MTV. So they're not even pretending to be they're not taking them, disclaimer yeah. seriously. Yeah. Yeah. And and I would say with, at least with them, uh, obviously the inventor of the NHS coming from that part of the world, you, you sort of think, well, look, at least they've got the National Health Service. Who on earth is insuring the jackass boys for what they're doing? Yeah, for yeah. Who would insure Steve? What's your name? Steve or get out of my office. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're not getting health insurance. Get out. Yeah. So the, the guy, the guy who um, comes in and says, oh yeah, you know, I've got a family of five and you know, I've lost my job due to some um, really serious <laughs> health issues. Okay, look, we'll take yeah. your claim seriously. Um, mm. And you, sir, can we help you? Uh, yeah, I threw myself off a bridge. Get out. 
get out. A big, I was walking down a corridor and a big hand just smashed me in the face. <laughs> yeah, I got really sick from my mate's farts. So, uh... <laughs> halcyon days, truly yeah. halcyon days. It was a great and show, though. I used to love watching it. Oh, it was fantastic and just so inventive and uh, zeitgeisty and everyone was really cool and everyone was good looking pretty much. Well, I mean, half of them were good looking. Couple Johnny Knoxville was good looking. That would have been me. Got a couple of fat ones, yeah. And, and yeah, a party boy. Uh, he would sort of go around, take his clothes off. He would pull his stripper trousers off while dancing in the uh, in like a um, like a, a ghetto blaster shop, um, yeah. and uh, that's what I call um, home. A ghetto blaster stores. shop. <laughs> Trip map things with a bit more respect. Would you? Into the I don't think they saw any. Uh, I don't think they saw any actual speakers. They always used to sell lights and uh, and bits of wire, pretty much. So, yeah. yeah. But also, also, <laughs> Pete, I, I get the impression because it was all part of a, a kind of wider movement, wasn't it? About skateboarding, and a couple mm. of them were in a band, and yeah. All the rest of it. And I know that tragedy has befallen one or two of them since, so I don't want to mm. be too insensitive. But I mm. think I'm right in saying that if we were to watch it now, the whole aesthetic might be almost horrendously dated. Is that fair? Uh, yeah, he almost uh, completely. <laughs> right. You, so you watched you watched it over the weekend. So what were your impressions? I watched it over the weekend. Um, I was just thinking that uh, everyone looks very young. Uh, I remember when I had a six pack. Um, That's all TV for you now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sort of looking forward now and sort of going, oh, at least I don't have a big old man's paunch quite yet, <laughs> even though I do. That's a dig. What? You haven't yes. got a paunch. I have. I've got a big pair of titties as well. You're too, you're too tall. Big pair of tits. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's not wrong with that. I've got a big pair of tits, but yeah. it's fine. Uh, and um, nipples to Mine boot. are fractionally more flaccid. Carry on. Mm, yeah, um, yeah, but I, I did a lovely weekend uh, just watching Jackass and uh, just reminiscing about what it was like to... Uh, to uh, go to Bar Oxygen in uh, Leicester every single Friday night, Saturday oh, night. Oh, tell us but about yeah, that. Was that skating night? Was it? That was a skate. That was uh, that was that, well. They used to do used to do Thursday night. That was rock night. Then there was Friday night, more of an indie sort of feel to it. And then uh, Saturday was a mix of everything, quite frankly. And you but, remember um, this because you they, were there every night. I was there every single night. <laughs> it's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. But they were, I remember they installed a uh, Red Bull, I think did a night, I think a couple of weeks before I actually joined the university and, and went for the first time. Um, they did a night where they installed a um, like a quarter pipe so skaters could get pissed and do some skateboarding. <laughs> it's just so stupid. Yeah. I don't know yeah. what what kind of health and safety. You know, you could just get on there. You didn't have to sign a paper or a waiver or anything. You just, you know, if you hurt yourself, you just got thrown out effectively. Um, but yeah, I, but because it was such an old quarter pipe by five years after that, um, it was still there. But where the um the the the, the rims are the um where the I don't know what you call a part of the skateboard trucks where the trucks would hit the side of the quarter pipe. It was just a big massive hole. So there was very few kind of like non-gifted skaters who could kind of ollie over the top of the uh, quarter pipe, rendering the whole thing completely useful, useless and a- academic anyway. I don't know why they did it, but interesting, interesting if, times. If, um, Pete, if heaven is a half pipe, what's a quarter mm. pipe? Um, I don't know. Is, it, is, that, um, that, that, is that that place where um, uh, unconfirmed children go to? Isn't that purgatory? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think Catholics so. It's all very problematic, isn't things. it? It is, yeah, it is, because you, because you're, you know, I grew up in Catholic school, so I have no problems giving them a good old boot between the. Um, I went, I went to a Church boobs. of England, mate, and listen, look, hands across now, you and I, hands <laughs> exactly. across the religious divide. Finally, is there a lesson could... to be learned there from our listeners? We'll let them could be this... the judge of that. Could this be the podcast that just made everyone get along? We're talking Israel-Palestine. We're talking two sides of the divide in Ireland. We're, we're, we're fixing things. We're fixing things yeah. through chats about jackass 
And so, what did they teach you about um, at Catholic school about babies that weren't confirmed? I'm fairly certain they said that. Uh, I said that's a bit rough, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you, you, you after I think after a few years in Catholic school, you kind of uh, realise that it's best not to get into a, a philosophical debate with Mister Linden um, no. because he'll just start talking about the, the troubles in Ireland where he came from. Oh, <laughs> oh, the bombs were dropping, and I was hiding under the cars. Um, and yeah, he'd be doing all that, and uh, yeah, it was very, very, very. very I, I remember. But, um, I'm not trying to be kind of elitist or or, or mm. kind of intellectual, whatever anyone. Yeah chooses to however anyone ever chooses to lose, live their life is, is kind of up to them presumably as long as it doesn't you know affect other people but i will what i will say is this i remember being at a junior school st john's church of england junior school it's actually a primary school but i was in the junior section and we used to have a guy used to come in i think every week to talk to our class called father albie who was from the um associated church just down the road right and some mm. of the stuff he would come out with i remember being i think I'm fairly certain 10 years old and thinking that doesn't seem right. That, that, that doesn't sound, <laughs> hang on. Look, and that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I like that the teachers kind of round off the edges for you as a school child. Yeah. But once, you know, a man of the clock comes in, he is unequivocal about <laughs> yeah. the whole situation. You're, well, listen, nope, mate, you're going es- to hell. As you can probably imagine with me, it escalated to the point where my mum had to get involved. And mm. um, <laughs> at the parents' <laughs> evening, they dobbed me right into my mum. Saying, what, saying that you were naughty little, naughty little I got, I got um, involved in, boy. I got involved in an argument with the, with the um, I don't even know what you call him. I, I mean, the reverend, maybe the vicar, whatever. Mm. I got in an argument with him about, um, well, not an argument, but like, I mean, bear in mind, he was the one arguing with a 10-year-old boy. So he should have been in trouble, <laughs> not me. He should have turned the other cheek. Um, yeah. I, I, I think I, was, I had an <laughs> issue with the idea that like um, Jesus never lied or something, or lies should never be told. And I had the typical kind of precocious, like annoying 10 year old thing where I was like, oh, well, what about if your friend says, do I look nice? And you say, yes, but you don't think they look nice. And that's a lie, isn't it? And, and, that, and I feel like a worldwide religion based over the mm. last 2000 years, or whatever it is, with have a, get out a for billion that. members shouldn't, billion members should know that they should, they should, that should be on yeah. page one, right? Yeah. Well, the 10 year old <laughs> kid will probably ask that. So we'll know this. And it got into like a prolonged <laughs> argument. And my mum got told about it in the parents evening, which happened a couple of weeks later. And I got told off for it, but I think looking back on it now, her heart wasn't in telling me off. I think she was all right. With no, it. no. And I think also, um, I would argue that the, the the father in question, or the priest in question, or the vicar in question, rather, um, probably thought, he, he, "I know his um, friendship group, and no one's asking, do I look nice?'" No, and then also, boys. Think, no, I, I'm firmly on the side of the reverend at age 39. <laughs> uh, now I'm like, now I'm like, what was I doing? Just shut the fuck up. Just let him get on with it. Get up. Let, other, him, let him get on with it. Don't kids, engage with the thing that I'm getting fed for about five years. The other kids were probably thinking, "Well, this fucking idiot, stop asking questions, so we can go out and play football." Like, what what yeah. is happening here? You know. So, and I, I remember I, having. I, a... I think so, I think so, probably I was almost certainly in the wrong. I remember having a problem with um, a hour-long assembly about how good... Oh, God, who's the guy who runs Virgin? Richard um, Branson. Richard Branson. He was mm. talking about how you know how how hard work can net you big rewards and stuff and and father hogarth was in this he was like kind of like a we had a nun we had a what few a nuns and, and a of priests and father hogarth <laughs> um yeah he was we had father hogarth and we had a we had another bloke who always had food down him he was always pissed. 
a, won- a wonderful Father Jack. Father Ted. It was yeah. honestly he could not more be. He could uh, it have been no more like uh, Father Jack if he tried. But I, I can't resist big red face, big gla- like little glasses. If anybody went English from uh, uh secondary school in uh, Hartlepool, please let me know. Probably it's a long shot. Thing, obviously, but that's a long shot. Yeah. But uh, yes, uh, the other fa- father. As was, was the virgin uh, birth. You know, hilarious, hilarious drunk. But Father Hogarth, I saw. I was at dinner. And I went. Why do we have that hour-long assembly, especially because of the teachers of Jesus that you fucking smash down our throat every religious studies uh, lesson? By the way, religious studies. Very much only one religion. Don't remember learning a lot about the Muslim faith, quite frankly, uh, or Islam. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, I was sort of saying, well, why are we sort of learning about these men who, who just seek to, you know, line their own pockets and, you know, make a lot of money through, admittedly, hard work? Uh, and he's got oh, that's very interesting, Pete. That's very interesting. Because I think it's the only time he's ever been asked a, a genuine kind of, like, question about something that happened in, in an assembly. But, yeah, he, he, was, he had no answers for me. And I think he knew that. Yeah. I knew that by the end of it. And I, I, I do think these kind of priests who are kind of like sequestered to the, into these situations um the ones that aren't wrong ones um they've got a bit of a rough they've got a bit of a rough ride really haven't they because uh, yeah because the problem they, is they don't want to hang out kids they want to hang no. out with big thinkers wow. they, they've joined the cloth because they're, they're 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 into philosophy and into thought thinking about stuff and thinking about the big questions or thinking about part of it and really very much not thinking about the other part, part well I, th- I think um i think that you know if you're if you're someone who's preaching of whatever denomination at your church, you're very much almost, you know, you're very much quite literally preaching to the choir, aren't you? So it's mm. a home fixture, isn't it? Whichever way you slice <laughs> it. You know, whoever draws the away leg of having to go to teach a load of dickhead students, boys mm. and girls who aren't listening uh, and don't give a shit and just want to get out and play football, uh, that's much tougher. But I still yeah. think they should be equipped for that. And I, and I would say with my religious studies t- teachings, at school, which I stopped at age 14. I didn't choose it as one of my options for GCSE. I did actually learn, and and admittedly it wasn't a box-ticking way, but I learned about Eastern religions and other religions aside from Christianity as well, um, but not in any kind of great depth. Um, But I wonder if it's actually even possible to teach a load of 10-year-olds in great depth about it anyway. I mean, you know, it's it's, it's not going to be the easiest thing in the world, is it? So they're going to ask questions. Kids are are inquisitive by their very nature. And some of them, as we've learned today, like me, are just downright annoying. And so (laughs) it's probably not a fixture they or or, or an assignment they particularly relish. No. I mean, I still got an A A star in GCSE, so... uh, I I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, Pete, and hopefully you'll take this in the spirit (laughs) in which it's intended. I like the stories, Luke. I like Caesarea Philippi. I like this transubstantiation. (laughs) I like the Sermon on the Mount. I like the stories. I don't know what they mean, but I I like them. I don't have any problem with that. I was was going to take this down a slightly different path and say that I know I will get the... I I always, For some reason, I think it has just... It's hit home to me that just because I'm not a very nice man. Every single show I'm on, I'm always like the bad guy, and I'm going to become right. the bad guy again now by saying, "Look to forget." I find it, I find it astonishing that you're able to get an A star in any qualification <laughs> because your attention span is horrific. How did you even do it? How did you? How, what what kind of peaked answer am I expected to believe existed at one point? I don't know. I think I was pretty good at writing essays. Uh, you know, I got me A in history and my B in uh, English lit at A level. You were a more then. qualified man than me, basically. <laughs> and that's exactly. annoying to me. I will be, and I, I will can't be remember the last bit. time I read a book, quite frankly. I can't remember the last time I read a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> you certainly don't read any of my emails. <laughs> that's good so, for yeah. you, though. A star, that's proper. Cheers, that's mate. That's back when GCSEs yeah, it... were hard as well. 
That was that. I got an A star in IT and an A star in religious studies, and I definitely went in one of those two directions. <laughs> let's say for a bit. Oi, for a and, little and bit. You missed my little Daily Mail comment there, because you know the Daily Mail is obsessed with exams not being hard anymore. Every single yeah, year, yeah, like, yeah. And, and they said yeah. they said it like last August, um, before this pandemic nonsense happened. But they said, <laughs> and, and I remember thinking genuinely, it's one of the few things where I remember thinking I vividly remember in nineteen ninety fucking seven. The Daily Mail saying that <laughs> about my GCSEs, thing. which I worked really hard for, and I didn't do brilliantly, but I tried my best, and I found them quite hard, and it was annoying to me then, and it's annoying to me now. So if you're telling me that 22 <laughs> years later they're getting even worse, it can't be true because it would just be, no. you know, can you, you know, take a shit in a toilet and wash your hands successfully afterwards? Well done, there's an A star. Because it, it, there's no way it's descended that much. Mm. Yeah, that I mean, annoys look, me that because kids work hard for that shit, you know. A lot of them, they do, they do, and 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 they may not be good in modern life. Um, the the, the one thing I will say for for the kids, um, they may not be able to spell correctly, but goodness me, uh, they certainly know how to uh, uh, do exams because they are constantly examined on all of their facets, and and and, and that's and, a thinly veiled dig at some of our staff, and you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> Who, who put typos in their work. They know who they are. They're not listening. They're not listening. <laughs> they should be, but they're not listening. Yeah, that's that's their own fault. Actually, Canaan, they're not going to listen. Oi, I'll tell you what I would say, Pete, is you have had, you had a thinly veiled dig there at some of our members of staff at Stakhanov right. who occasionally put typos in their work. And in the interest of balance, right. I will say... In a meeting, you completely checked out of the proofreading process very early on. So you cannot yeah. you cannot blame other people. Yeah, but I, do you want me checking them? You don't want me checking them. No, obviously not. Good, good Lord. I'd put like um, uh, little smileys in there. I'd put little emoticons. Um, I, would, I would do away with Japanese. I'd, I'd do away with the whole writing system. I'd start yeah. writing right to left yeah. like the, or, or, or up to down like the Japanese. <laughs> now, speaking of uh, that part of the world, there's a wonderful, um, <laughs> there's a, uh, I think it's Nom Pen. Nom Pen. Um, I'm, I'm not sure where that is. It sounds like kind of. Oh, like, in Cambodia. Uh, is it Cambodia? Phnom Penh. No. Yeah, it's the capital, isn't it? Phnom Penh. Okay, okay, yeah. I thought your sphere of influence was larger than that. I literally, I don't know, I don't know that that part of Asia at all. Yeah. Literally, I know a bit of China, I know a bit of Japan, Korea, the rest. I, 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 because all of those places, I could never go as a single man because you look like a problem person. It's in Cambodia, and, and I only. And I only started um, traveling when I was in my 30s properly, so I could never go to any of these people. I think you do look with, quite problematic most times you go away, though, because I've seen oh, you yeah, get yeah, up definitely. and stuff. You're always falling asleep, oh, you've mate. got weird stuff I've... packed, <laughs> and you're always on your own. I think there, there are a few red flags being you know, flown. <laughs> Somebody did a, a brilliant joke on Twitter where they were like, uh, I think it was on Reddit actually. They were saying, uh, "Oh my, uh, um, I've just joined. I've, I've just um, started going out with a girl, um, and my and I've noticed that a lot of her in a in a household, um, her 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 brother is uh, from Turkey, and her uh, brother-in-law is from uh, China, and um, they, they've all got um, they've all got like little flags." Up in their up in their house is that too many red flags sort of thing. It's a, it was a really sort of elongated kind of little story, but nobody got the joke. They're all going, "Why do you care where people are from? Why do you care where people are from?" Listen about, listen about five or six places that red had red flags. flags. Yeah, a few too many red flags for me. And everyone was like, "Oh, what you absolute fashion? What what is your fucking problem?" And I was just like, "Oh, mate, you've had a nightmare." Tell us you about Phnom Penh. What were you going to say? 
Fun pen, uh, there was a brilliant um, picture of a Chinese restaurant uh, that has the, um, the, the Chinese kanji uh, on the front, all of the, uh, the Chinese uh, characters. And then on the top, it has what is presumably the translation of those uh, uh, Chinese characters. But they've, they've done it in a very literal way. And in, 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 in English, it says, mysterious food from China in massive LED light. <laughs> mysterious food from China. That is certainly something you do not want in 2020 for crying. No. Mysterious food from China. Could be anything, couldn't it? <laughs> It could, could be, be anything. Anything enjoyable. Um, on, on on the um on the on the thing earlier about like kids working hard at their exams and all that type of stuff. Mm. Yeah, and we I mean, you talk about the um the typos. Of the... Stay away from the ganj. Yeah, yeah. I, I I feel like you know we did, we we recently advertised for an assistant producer to come work with us, and uh, mm. loads of people applied, and it was a really long process to kind of get to where we got to, and and I was the one doing it basically, and mm. I actually came. Away, I didn't particularly have an opinion of like younger people because i'm not a journalist for the daily express so i don't have to have an opinion like i just kind of get on with life but i yeah. i came away from that process thinking fucking hell this is just brilliant. an ape it's just it's no this is just an assistant producer job at a production company you know we're not changing the world mm. or anything but the quality of people that applied was so yeah. high that it actually gave me pause for thought about the just how great young people are when they first come out of university and how motivated and how hungry and how energetic and passionate yeah. they are and work kills them no, yeah work exactly Before they, get all the edges, kills them. they get all the edges knocked off like you and i we will kill them we will kill yeah, them and it, and it was um <laughs> no if you, if you are listening department of work if you are listening we won't kill we, you we we do satisfy all the legalities of, of employment we will endeavor to i'm barely in the office i will endeavor not to kill you uh <laughs> and if and if and if you do there is a uh, nominal one thousand pound fee that to, to be payable to your next week, so, uh, something. No, Pete, something you know what I mean, though. You, like, you don't really have a you yeah, don't yeah. really have a cause to to necessarily associate with people who have that age, unless you work with them. And yeah, the level yeah. is just they're just such nice young people, like really into it, really enthusiastic. Their applications were, for the most part, absolutely impeccable. And so, well, I, mean, I, I would like to lend my my voice to how excited I am for the generation of people coming through now. Well, once again, I mean, the, the people that we work with, again, they're not going to be listening to this, so we can say nice Katie things about them be. and they'll never know. Katie, uh, Katie might not be, I mean, she'll be looking for the ad break, so if we just, if we stay silent for three seconds. No, she listens through listen- the whole thing, mate. Oh, does she? Okay, yeah. right, okay. Because of the problematic okay. things you say. Don't be rude. I'm I'm fucking cock on with with the things that I get, <laughs> want to get edited out. Is a phrase Actually, that I te- never I t- be used. <laughs> I texted her. I wanted something cleaved out of the Look at Pete show a few weeks ago, and she didn't get. She she missed the message. So so and then she apologised because she uh, got it about three days later. Too late, Katie. It's only out. Katie's brilliant. Charlie's brilliant. Sounds brilliant. Well, he's off, so he can, he can get lost. Um, but, um, and Blondine's brilliant. Everyone who works at Stakhanov are uh, absolute uh, uh, dudes. So uh, and uh, babes to a man. So um, I like the idea, Pete, of someone kind of tell, telling their friend about this show. So you yeah. can listen. Now, what's it about? Oh, it's just these two blokes like approaching forty who just really slate <laughs> their own staff and like have I a go at the editor. They were great. <laughs> I just said they listen, were great. Listen, we got a break, man. We, we well late right. to our break. We can't write right. your properly. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Well, I hope you enjoyed that break. I hope you put the ID in and the, you know, the, the, the promo, Katie. All right? <laughs> if you've messed this up. I'll be terribly upset. Right, stop this now because we've got right. um, we've got to do the section of the show where we listen uh, to some of the stories that our listeners right, you, sent you, in. What's happening? You get on with that. I'll, uh, I'm just shaving uh, your balls. I've just found. I've just found. <laughs> is that manscaped again? <laughs> no, this is my wall wet slash slash dry nose and ear trimmer. It rinses clean. Oh, I can hear that. I think yeah. everyone listening will, will be astonished that it's taken about five hundred episodes to get to this point. <laughs> <laughs> man shoving a shoving a fucking trimmer up his nose. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. Oh, Listen, everyone. Whatever Pete tells you, it is definitely a trimmer. Um, <laughs> right. Hello at lukeandpeter.com is the email address. Uh, do send your emails in. We love hearing from you. There's been some absolute belters this week. I know we say that all mm. the time, but there has. And you know what? A couple of our listeners, and I think we should start in this area, Pete. A couple of our right. listeners have emailed in saying they've actually visited Death Valley. Oh, no. The hottest place on earth. Yeah, Hello. so last week, if you haven't caught up with last week's shows yet, we talked about how there may well have been a record temperature recorded in Death Valley, the part of California famous for its high temperatures. I don't know, I don't know if it's been ratified yet, um, but there's talk of it, of it being one of the hottest temperatures ever, if not the hottest one ever. And a couple of listeners have emailed in saying they've actually visited there. Um, would you like to hear mm. from one of them first, Peter? I would very much so. So the first email is from, from a guy called Glenn, um, who um, says the following. He says, hi, guys, long time listener, first time emailer. The Death Valley Furnace Creek story has dominated our household chat since reading about it. This is because this time last year, to the day of me writing this, my wife and I were on our honeymoon, <clears throat> which was a four-week tour of the USA, in none other than the hotel 
at Death Valley called The Ranch. Photo attached makes the place look far too pleasant. It wasn't pleasant. Um, he said, what was fascinating, though, was it got so hot, uh, brackets, 49 degrees Celsius, um, while we approached Furnace Creek, which is, I think is the hottest part of the hottest part. Uh, he says, there are mm. signs saying you are advised not to have your air conditioning on because the last thing you want to do is run out of petrol. Right. Ugh. Imagine that, right? Though I mean, that's crazy. That's like they, you're fucked if you do, and fucked if you don't. Um, but they, go well, on. They must keep like um, bottles of like what they, they, you know, like um, they, you know, a lot of like humanitarian um, kind of organisations leave um, um, canteens of water um, on the on the south border of America. Surely yeah. they must leave like resources Maybe, for people yeah. who are who are, who are stuck. Yeah, Surely. and he said, second of all, there was what looked like an abandoned town in the middle of Death Valley called Trona, T-R-O-N-A. Uh, and driving through, it was like driving through um, a post-Chernobyl kind of um, kind of situation. He said, after a quick Wikipedia mm. search, the town has a high school and even has a high school American football team called the Tornadoes, although I doubt they play many home fixtures. Take care and all the best, Glenn. Now, I looked up Trona in San Bernardino County in California, and I couldn't find anything which says that it's um, it's abandoned. I mean, it's known apparently for its isolation right. and its desolation, but um, it, there is a school there. It's attended by people. There's people that live there. It's got a football team. Um, it's got a golf course, or it did have. Um, I, I just don't understand what it would be like really to live there because the average high temperature, the average high temperature in July is 41 degrees. <laughs> average. That's, yeah. that's what I like about that. What's average. a day like today? My just God. average. <laughs> that's seven degrees hotter than it was in my spare room two weeks ago and i almost died jesus christ yeah not not good did you see the one from uh, connor who was talking about the air conditioning in the car yeah that's what i just said yeah. that's what glenn said as yeah, well yeah. but well, does connor oh, give us sorry. some more information on it well just saying that you got to turn out you, you got to turn off you're not allowed it on because obviously it it, it overheats the engine but like it, apparently it, it, every breath is like swallowing a cup of tea it's bizarre this thick tea. warm air that's coming that'd be great <laughs> You, you, your tea's cold because you put so much milk in it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I, who, who sent that one in, Connor? Connor, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you, I just like the idea of, like, I, I just love the idea of you thinking, look, you may need, think you need the air conditioning on, but I promise you it will overheat your engine and you do not want to get it. Yeah, that, I mean, crazy. do you reckon you, it's best to go, do you reckon they maybe have certain types of car if you live there? Because, you know, there's certain, I mean, I know, I know this is... Um, this is kind of a different thing. And I'm going to come on to another mm. email about it in a minute from Matt. But if you go to places where it's always cold, there's certain things you have to do to your car to make it more viable, right? So it, it right. make sure it starts every time. And so you've got t- good tire tread and snow change your tires, all that kind of stuff. I wonder if there's anything you can do to make your car more um, more kind of impervious to the heat. But also, Pete... Um, Sunglasses. Yeah, just put sunglasses on the windscreen. Massive sunglasses. Yeah, uh, but you know, you know, like um, in London, it always feels much hotter than it is because of the humidity and the and the closeness of it because it's a big city. Like a lot mm. of these desert heats are dry heats, aren't they? So they're not they don't feel as bad. Is that right? Um, say so again. Go, 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 so, go, so I think I think I think it's to do with the amount of moisture in the air. But for example, if yes. you go to the Middle East where it's obviously on paper really hot. Of course it is hot if you go there and stand in the sun. But in the shade, it's not as bad because it doesn't feel as humid. So it's a drier yeah. heat. Oh, the, 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 there's some, there were some days in, in London a few like a couple of weeks ago that was just it was just so moist yeah. that you're in a situation where it's just too it is unbelievably hot. The hottest I've ever been was Jeju Island uh, in South Korea. 
um, like his place where all the South Koreans go on holiday, and it was just so moist and so and 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 Korean people don't generally want tans, so when they were on the beach, they would be wearing these big um, kind of like um, sun sun covering kind of um, wetsuits almost when they were huh. on the on the beach, and it was really interesting. And I was just like, I cannot handle any, I cannot handle this heat. It's just insane. It was just, it was just in your eyes and your mouth, and oh my god! Did it I had to actually, I went to. Um, it had rained a few times, but no, it was just still very, very moist. I can't remember when we actually, it must've been about June kind of time. It was a stupid time to go, uh, June, July, because I guess it is the rainy season around, around that time. But, um, we managed to sort of just miss all of that. Um, I did sort of escape into, there was an erotic museum and an ice museum next door to each other in Seoul. Um, that well, so I you could get really hot point. and then cool off next get door. Get really hot and then cool off. You get in the ice museum, boner boy, get out. <laughs> yeah, when you leave, they're like, come in here and lose your erection. <laughs> Exactly. Um, so I stayed in the like the igloo kind of section for quite a long, long time, the ice house uh, section, just to cool off because it's yeah, so bloody cold. Yeah, I've, I've, I've felt like um, in parts of the southeast of the United States, like uh, Florida, Georgia, um, <clears throat> Alabama, which a lot of that is just a massive swamp, basically, that's been, mm. I suppose, reclaimed. And it gets, particularly in parts of Florida, it gets really, really humid and hot until about, five or six p.m. where it's almost like unbearable and then it'll just piss it down for like 40 minutes and yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah, freshened yeah. up again that, that, happen, that can yeah. happen like every day if you're there so, yeah totally. anyway listen pete what i'll do i think is because we're almost pretty much out of time here what i'm going to do is i'm going to um postpone um matt's email about death valley until thursday we'll definitely do that on thursday's show uh and but for now we will wish our lovely listeners a, a warm and heartfelt goodbye and say that we'll speak to them later in the week so that's all from us hello at lukeandpeteshow.com is your email address at lukeandpeteshow on twitter get a hold of us on social media there uh, it's goodbye from pete donson ta-ta and it's goodbye from me as well we'll see you next time This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.